With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare what's up this your boy little duval and check out my podcast conversations with unk on the black effect podcast network each and every tuesday conversations with unk podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness unlike my work on stage i tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement yet remind folks to never forget to laugh every tuesday listen to conversation with unk hosted by Lil duval on the black effect podcast network iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. You want a crystal ball? I got a crystal ball. Four and a half hours from now, it's John Wick 4. Yeah, buddy. Crystal ball that. It's a beautiful thing. We've got NCAA tournament action. So much going on. We have to cancel spring training forever and ever. (laughs) And ever and ever. I was watching a little Hamilton earlier this afternoon, so I'll do, I'm all juiced up. So I hope the John Wick 4 is a musical. Uh, boy, that would be interesting. If not, I, I'm might, making it one. That might be John Wick 5. That would be the musical. With Keanu in, in the lead role, of course. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hatch protection, over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Well, yes, tonight a bi- we have all kinds of crazy intrigue in the NFL surrounding Lamar Jackson, some nuttiness with LeBron James, and now there's sources and who's talking to me? No one's talking to me. <laughs> Inner circles um, breaking trust, oh Smith. But I got to tell you right now, smack dab in the middle of night one of the regionals of the NCAA tournament, we're about to tip off the game of the night, UCLA and Gonzaga. This feels like a national championship game. Right, like I know we're in the Sweet 16, they're two, three, six, but Gonzaga and UCLA, the last couple of years, how far they went, the games they've played, this feels like the national title game. I mean, yes, we had great wow. games so far tonight. We got Tennessee and, and Florida Atlantic right now early in the first half, but but the Zags and the Bruins, it feels like the NCAA turn. It feels like the NCAA championship. Well, we got one terrific game tonight, mm. right? One, one and one. So uh, the 
Connecticut Arkansas game was a disaster. Like it was funny. Well, it, was, it was a disaster for Arkansas. Well, I don't think but, UConn would call yeah, it. A yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I'm just saying, like, you know, it's one of those, hey, check the score on that one. Do we need the second screen? <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. Because the other one, you wanted to put it on a second and a third and surround yourself uh, with all of the greatness that was going down, the big plays, some of the curious decision making uh, down the stretch, both sides. But uh, yeah, it, it is festive. Uh, no question about it. UCLA, Gonzaga, um, definitely a uh, Gonzaga. Uh, most most definitely it actually feels like a, a little bit of juice, right? Even last week, it seemed, I don't want to say stayed, but it didn't have the same thrust that the beginning of March Madness normally does. I didn't hear a bunch of ads uh, about vasectomies. I didn't have anybody doing long form that's filled my timelines with those uh, ads and and suggestions about which frozen vegetable you needed to buy and stock up on ahead of said procedure. Didn't see any of that this year. It was lacking. Either that or uh, everybody's already taking care of that business. Uh, but this one feels pretty huge. And us being here in Los Angeles, Jason, I know you've been around folks all day. The guys already in the back. We're getting no work out of them in about five minutes when this thing. Oh yeah, they're done. They're all, yeah, they're done. I got my UCLA. They got their chests and faces painted for UCLA for this game. Uh, So again, this game is still a couple minutes away from starting. Uh, The two games we talked about in the books, look, the one that was a blowout, it's time for one thing to happen. Now it is time for Danny Hurley, to get credit as one of the t- or Dan, sorry Dan we Danny uh, when I watched him play he was Danny Hurley so he's Danny Hurley do we ha- does he um, have to be Dan now uh, I well yeah did you he know, graduate I mean, to Dan yeah, does, does think, he curse it guys is this uh, uh who, who was it, it who was uh, the football coach right um oh Deion Sanders you no call me coach? no 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 he you just call him <laughs> sir uh, to avoid any problems uh, no uh, no no it's uh, NBA Michael Malone don't call me oh Mike. yeah yeah don't yeah, call, don't me, call Mike. me Mike no well when you have Nick when you have names like 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 Danny or Billy as you get older it's okay normally okay you you use the the more formal form of their name because sure. they've gotten older but you know still Billy Donovan is still Billy Donovan he's not William Donovan you know it's it's uh, but but Dan, isn't Danny William Hurley, Donovan an actor. Yeah, I mean, he's now, but he's now, you know, look, Dan Hurley, and, uh, you know, because I remember him hoisting up threes for Seton Hall when sure. I was watching him, which, which tells me how old I am. Yeah. Uh, he's got to get credit as one of the top coaches in Division One because he's someone that has succeeded at all three of his stops, and he's done the same thing. He has taken a team that, hey, we need you to raise us up. And that's what he's done. First, he started at Wagner College in the early 2010s when, when Bobby Hurley was his assistant um, and got Wagner up to the top of the Northeast Conference. He left for Rhode Island, took him a couple of years. After two years, they're winning 20 games yearly, got to the NCAA tournament a couple of times. He jumped to UConn, I believe, five years ago today. Dan Hurley got the gig as UConn's head coach. In two years, they were up to winning 20 games a year, and boom, here they are now in the Elite Eight. 23 wins last year. They came in third in the Big East, 27 wins this year, fourth in the Big East, and here they are in the Elite Eight. Uh, He's done some kind of job. When you can succeed at every one of your stops, and every one of those stops is a step up from the one before it, that's the mark of a terrific head coach. And, and, And Dan Hurley has done a phenomenal job getting this team here in the Elite Eight. They were trendy coming in, and now I think a lot of attention is going to be spent on him, depending on how the next game goes, but Dan Hurley could be a really big topic conversation coming up the next few days. Well, I mean, the fact that he also 
got uh, all of his extensions in, right? So, I mean, that that's good. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that, that works out nicely. And uh, the celebration thereof, um, what is he, all the way through 2027 now? Yeah. You know, up to about $3 million a year. Uh, but remember how powerful this team and this school was years ago. Uh, you go through a bit of a lull and a transition uh, and to build it back. But we, we watch this in, in every sport, you know, where, where you have to go through the ranks and, and show your chops and adapt to the level of athlete you can recruit and try to get some kind of continuity and system in place. And then you hope it all works out, right? That the guys that you invested all that time, effort, hours on the practice court when it comes to March Madness and, and these type of things, because we still are in the, the phase. And it's one that I, I had a little debate with the guys that I do the Baltimore hit with earlier today, you know, talking about the Big Ten, which is now all eliminated with Michigan State going down a bit earlier today, that, you know, what are you recruiting for? trying to win your conference, and then you go and play a completely different style of squad perhaps six different times, right, <laughs> to, to go through the bracket. So you know, what, what's the level of success that, you, you know, what's the measure uh, by your bosses and, and the bosses, uh, whoever you decide to give the power, whether it's institutionally or the fan base at times starts to rise up, the journalists in town unless they can get fired because the coach has clout uh, on his way out the door, Bayheim. Uh, and and then, you, uh, <laughs> then you you try to you know figure that out, and each school, each conference, et cetera, has to decide for themselves. But he's done a hell of a job, uh, and it's it's fun to watch you know a, a team rise back up because now we get to go back and talk about those great UConn teams of the past. Yeah, now now suddenly it's going to be oh, and Kemba Walker would have this big run in the NCAA tournament. All oh, this time, no, look, it's it's great to see UConn back on the map and back being a college. Look, whenever the heritage teams are good in college basketball, it's good for college basketball. It's great the you know the newish team. I, I would say a team like Houston is a newish team because right. look from the nineteen you know look that's you know, forty with, years, man. You're going back from 1982, <laughs> yeah. 1983 for them, right? Like it's great for them to be to be to be good again. But when the heritage teams that are the conference tournament teams, teams you see on TV all the time, when they're good, the sport is always better. And, you know, for a year that we didn't have um, North Carolina or or Duke or Kansas or Kentucky, you know, getting far in the tournament, to have a school like UConn get in, okay, because it's, yes, it's not too, it's still not too long ago from the Jim Calhoun days and the Khalid El Amin right. days and Rip, Rip Hamilton. Hamilton, baby. So, yeah, I mean, it's 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 great to see that back. And, and UConn has had one heck of a run. And look, like I said, trendy team. Uh, in the NCAA tournament, I wish I had the guts to pick them in my bracket, but I thought, you know, boy, are they just too trendy? Are they really this good? And I'm like, oh yeah, okay, they're they're really this good. Now UCLA is holding my bracket up all by themselves. Like they're the only. I'm like, <laughs> ah, I wish I UCLA did the only. Look, but I got UCLA winning it all. They're the only ones holding up my bracket. Well, right Michigan State was one of those where I was like, all right, I had them against Duke, and I thought they could beat Duke. Well, now they're both gone, so uh, they can both beat it. Uh, I'll see them both in hell. Uh, I had eight of the 16 coming in. Down they go. And then, well, I'm going to lose one of the teams here. I picked Gonzaga. uh, So we'll see what happens there. But it is, um, I don't know, it's a big night. You know, you mentioned Rip Hamilton and El And and I just started thinking about that squad. We were still living up in the Bay Area when they were at their peak. And they came up to play Stanford 
and that bus rolled in, and there were ton- it was raining like it's been raining here, and a, you know the weather people have had all across the country. Uh, it, yet there were still like a hundred people waiting to meet those guys. <laughs> That's They're great. Just, just yeah, I, I'm telling you, the bus rolled up, and you got all these folks standing around, and they did their best, you know, si- taking pictures, signing autographs, all that kind of thing, you know, because back then you still had to have the uh, instant cameras, you know, that uh, or you had the Hey, I might get this developed. I might not. There might be a lot of shots from that day that are still sitting in someone's drawer, undeveloped. <laughs> now, the, my one hope now with the NCAA tournament now, and for for you, Kanye, because we'll get look, we'll get to Marquise Noel coming up in a few minutes. Uh, my one hope for UConn is that to celebrate UConn going to the Elite Eight, people start posting the Jim Calhoun, get some facts and come <laughs> back and see me, because that's one of my my, oh, that my was favorite best. underrated press conference meltdowns of all time is it get some facts and come back and see me get some facts and come back and see me because you know there's all about his his performance. oh yeah Yeah, yeah. all the money his performance yeah when uh he's what was the take tonight like all the money yeah what was the take tonight the gate then he gets really mad at the guy get some facts and come back and see me (laughs) i really want that to live again because that was just so unbelievably entertaining and that's like the biggest yeah i want that hey if i can ask for one thing hey we talked about Dan, Dan, Dan Hurley. We talked about Dan Hurley, and I, let, 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 let's give Jim Calhoun credit because that was one of the best uh, post-game press conference meltdowns ever. I hope that No, he was really right good because he always had the furrowed brow, and you knew he was pissed at you, but he didn't usually go over the top and, and, and really go after you. Like, Beheim made it a science. Krzyzewski would get whiny. Right, and then he'd give you that look and start leaning in into his chair, and then you'd see everybody cower, and then they were bowing down at the altar for the rest of those press appearances. Sorry, Duke fans. Sorry, sorry to all the Coach K stands. Look, I'm a Chicago kid. I I, I love the career he had. Uh, you know, Southside Polish guy, all that stuff that he he wore on his sleeve. But he'd go back and look at it and go, yeah. Probably uh, wore guys out a little more than I should have at times, but but Calhoun did it uh, didn't do it regularly. But when he went in, oh, he fully went in. Not one dime. Not one dime. <laughs> <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This 
is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Happy John Wick night. A lot of people, a lot of people in John Wick 4 will be. They're all going to be. Oh, it's going to be beautiful. It's got the bulletproof suit. Oh, I can't wait. I wrote a sign for the 300th kill. Mm, yeah, really. Welcome now, I, to I the wonder. 300 Club. Yeah, let's go. He's got, he's got 299 kills through three movies. Uh, now, I'm, I'm being serious. When he kills that first person in John Wick 4 tonight. Per sources. <laughs> Uh, do, yeah, do they stop the movie and we celebrate it like LeBron passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar? Then we get back to the movie. I think we should. I think we should. A little bit I of think a we ceremony. Stop and go, yeah, that's number three hundred. He get Keanu Reeves gets to talk. It'll be a short speech, you know, because John Wick's character doesn't talk all that much. He, he would say like, "I'd like to thank everybody who died in the movie." Okay, okay great, thank you. All right, great. Right, I appreciate but it. it's like all the yeah. times that we uh, monitor movies for how many curse words, right? How many times the f bomb gets dropped in a movie? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same thing here. Yeah. Adam Silver comes out, congratulates uh, John Wick mm-hmm. on the 300. And here's to 300 more, John. All right, great. I got, uh, the back, I got the rest of this movie. I might get 300 more by the end of this film itself. But will the presenter look more like <laughs> Rob Manfred did the other night at the end of the World Baseball Classic? Oh, I mean, who boy. are we kidding, guys? We're going to be in the process of literally standing up, and the second kill is going to happen. We'd have to sit right back down. Yeah, that's, yeah you're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Very well, short. No, yeah. They'd be looking like we're doing the wave. <laughs> or we call a timeout and have them turn the lights on. Well, I think that's what has to happen. Is like it has to be very organic, where the kill happens and then boom, right? Everybody stops. Someone comes in, confetti goes off, and and you know, okay, we have to stop right now. Well, you Jason, or what could happen is right after he hits three hundred, he does what LeBron did and fakes an injury and sits out for a while. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He oh yeah, and, yeah. And he'll get his three hundredth kill, and Anthony Davis won't celebrate. I'm rooting for the bad guys. I'm not standing up for you. Not or at three hundred, Gerard Butler comes out. That's nicely done. Nicely played. Uh, but right now, NCAA tournament, uh, Florida Atlantic, look out, could be headed to the Elite Eight. They lead Tennessee 48-41. It's been a big second half for them. Uh, meanwhile, UCLA up 10 over Gonzaga, 54-44. Drew Timmy's got 25-9 boards, and UCLA is still up 10. We'll have more on this game as it continues to unfold. Again, it's a lot of time left here with 15 minutes, but... 
We had a couple of big results early tonight. UConn with a big blowout win over Arkansas. Kansas State outlast Michigan State in overtime, 98-93. Marquise Noel with an unbelievable night there. Uh, So the big question is, how would Chris Berman uh, announce these results? Oh, boy. How would he announce these results? And here we go. Buckle your seatbelts. Uh, what, what do you want first? you want how, how UConn uh, moves on, or do you want Kansas State? What do you want first? Let's go I'll K-State. You- Let's get the Wildcats in because K-State it is first? such a okay. uh, ubiquitous, uh, simple name that they stole from us. <clears throat> uh, TJ, today feeling like Christmas for Noel and the Wildcats. That's not TJ. bad, no, it's okay. good. It's good. I could, I could get with that. The first Noel to take Kansas State to the Elite Eight since 2018, TJ. Okay, cool. For Noel, born is the king of the Sweet 16. See, TJ. that one you can put on a T-shirt. <laughs> Noel certainly no coward against Michigan State wow, today, no, no. TJ. I'll get literary on you now. Hey, I mean, I'm not just a John Wick shoot 'em up guy. I'll get literary on you with Noel Coward. Yeah. You want to explain to, um, well, folks that don't read a lot who he was? Yeah, Colin's brother, right? They, they speak, I don't read a lot. Yeah. Um, Am I wrong? No, no, no. You, I think during your course of your career, you, you get a little bit of Noel Coward, don't you? I mean, I would, I would think, no? no. And you go to school and stuff? When you, go to, when you go to school and stuff, I'll take English playwrights for uh, we, we, 500, I, please. Well, I, I, I didn't get a, get any of him uh, when I was in school. I mean, that came later, but yeah, okay. Okay, I, all right, very good. And, right. uh, but, but now we're an audience of two. Okay, all right, <laughs> all right, very good, very good. TJ, Lizzo normally puts the L in Izzo, but today it was Kansas State. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to come and uh, John Wick you. <laughs> TJ, the Michigan State loss today was about damn time for Izzo. <laughs> who's going who's gonna to go after him harder? Is it going to be Izzo or uh, John Smoltz? Uh, oh, oh, no, no. It's going to be Steve Garvey. Yeah, absolutely, it's going to be Steve Garvey. 100%. <laughs> Should be Hall of Famer Steve Garvey. Uh, so, uh, now UConn. UConn, congratulations to UConn and Dan Hurley. Uh, oh, yeah. you know, hey, look, big day for Hawkins as well, leading UConn in scoring. TJ, UConn were the winners when all the hurly-burly was done and the battle was lost and won. Get out of here. TJ. Why, come on, everybody's taking – come on, you know, everybody taking that Shakespeare and knows hurly-burly and the battle lost. You and think won. Berman knows Shakespeare? I No, but people, people go to high school know Shakespeare. They do? Sure they do. So you're saying Berman didn't go to high school? No, I didn't. I didn't say. I said people. I mean, that's listen. what I put together. They get no. I'm sure he went to high school. He went to. I think he went to Brown, right? I think he went to Brown. Brown's I think he went not to, a high school. I mean, no, but he went, well, I think you. I don't think you can jump right from middle school to Brown. I think you well, have you to. You can. Actually, yeah, actually, I, I don't know that you can. Brown's a pretty good school. I don't know that you can do that. I, you don't I, think you could have been homeschooled and gone a Doogie Hauser route? I don't know, man. I th- I have to think that if there was some kind of crazy way to be homeschooled through high school and get to great schools like on a regular basis, more people would do that. Yeah, my my child's the best child in class. Graduate highest average, really? Yes, top one percent. Yes, got an A in every class. Great. What school was it? Um, it was in the living room. It was University of Phoenix. What's that? What's that? It was homeschooled. Oh, okay. I, mean, I got to think more people would have done that. Star pupil. Mm-hmm. Well, you still have to pass a bunch of proficiency tests and go in and prove yourself. 
to a bunch of guys and and women uh, suited up and ready to uh, excoriate what you've uh, worked so hard to attain. But what if you're homeschooled and your parents are grading your test? Well, boy, you only got six out of ten right. So what did I get? A hundred. Congratulations. Nice job. But wait, I got four wrong. Nope. I don't see any. I don't see any red marks on that paper. You got everything right. Brown University, get ready. Here I can understand come. your rationale for choosing that answer, and I applaud you for doing it. TJ, UConn's in the Elite Eight. You can't be serious. I am serious, and don't call me Hurley. Mike, too far. I don't know about Larry and Mo, but it was a big night for Hurley and UConn. <laughs> Numbskulls. <laughs> UConn's in the Elite Eight. Extra, extra, read all about it in the early edition of the newspaper. Oh, no. TJ. All right, that's it. You got Kyle Chandler in again. You're done. TJ, there's no more stranger things than Hawkins and UConn in the Elite Eight. TJ. Turn his mic off, Al. That's it. You're done. Usually with Hawkins, we talk about 11, but this is the Elite Eight for UConn, (laughs) TJ. Too far. That's pretty good. There's no going back now. TJ, the new sheriff of Hawkins is Hawkins and UConn as they advance to the Elite Eight. TJ. Even TJ's left. <laughs> David is seeking safe harbor in Hawkins. <laughs> Hawkins is the new sheriff. <laughs> TJ bounced. Oh he, just, he just gets up and leaves. All right, I'm done. I'm done with no, He just stuffed like Bernie those. at weekends. I'm done. <laughs> Berman thinks he's still around, but he isn't. Uh, <laughs> uh, hey, do you want a hot LeBron take? Well, that's coming up in 90 seconds. But first, let's check in with Steve DeSager to find out what's trending in the wide world of sports. SD. So between the Connecticut head coach and the big man Sonogo, there you got your Hurley Burley. Yeah, we got it, TJ. Sure. Sure. You know, if only we had at the same time in college basketball Marquise Noel and Rakeem Christmas and Drew Holiday. Oh, Holiday. Holiday. That would have been fantastic. We got Holiday and Christmas and Noel. Now, yeah. Yeah, it's no, the you're greatest right, sweet 16 ever. You're right. You're absolutely right. Marquise Noel, five foot eight guard from New York at Madison Square Garden tonight, was the star. 19 assists in an overtime win against Michigan State, 98 93. In the round of Sweet 16, this was the first overtime game we'd had since two years ago when UCLA eliminated Alabama. But this tournament hadn't had any overtime games at all last week. We got one tonight, and Michigan State is eliminated. It finishes the season 21-13. and By the way, the last NCAA tournament to be played without a single overtime game is still 1970. I saw this stat on the Big Ten, now the Spartans are out, that the last two years that conference has sent 17 teams to the NCAA tournament not one has advanced to the Elite Eight. So most teams, any league has sent over a two-year span without any of them reaching a regional final in the history of the tournament. Noel was sensational, including the steal and layup at the end for the 98-93 overtime final. He only had two turnovers, 20 points, five steals as well. You add up his three tournament games so far, it's over 60 points, over 40 assists. It's 11 steals. According to the folks at Stats, Inc., any Division One or NBA player in the last 15 years, nobody's had those numbers. You'd have to go back to Allen Iverson in any three-game span 
in 2005. He has been sensational and certainly was tonight. The winner, K-State, is awaiting either Tennessee or Florida Atlantic. FAU, a three-point gunner team, has made a few threes in the second half and leads the Tennessee Vols with three minutes to go, 55-50. to As for the two games in Vegas in the west region of the Sweet 16, Connecticut easily beat Arkansas 88-65. UConn with a 14-0 run in the first half. So UConn will get the winner of UCLA Gonzaga. Zags have made a run. UCLA still 12 minutes to go. UCLA up 59-54. And you mentioned Drew Timmy earlier dominating in this game. Timmy is 15 of 22 shooting from the floor. The rest of his team combined has about 22 shots in this one, but the Bruins are holding on to an advantage. Four more games in the tournament's Sweet 16 tomorrow, including number one Alabama against San Diego State. Just four NBA games tonight, late games in L.A., late first half. Clippers ahead 49-48 over Oklahoma City. Kawhi Leonard, 7 of 7 shooting in the first quarter, 15 points. Paul George out at least two to three weeks with a sprained knee. New Orleans got a triple-double from Brandon Ingram and beat Charlotte. Orlando upset New York. And Cleveland on a last-second 3-1 at Brooklyn. The Nets have lost five straight. There is still no target date for LeBron James' return to the Lakers. He's been out since late February with his foot injury. Just over two weeks left in the NBA's regular season. NHL wins for the Rangers and Boston. And Philly's first baseman, Reese Hoskins, suffered a torn ACL today. ACL reconstruction surgery is recommended after the non-contact injury in a spring training game. Back to you. Thanks so much, Steve-O. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the TireRack.com studios. And today was a day you just heard Steve talk about the situation with LeBron James, where early in the day we got the report that LeBron James progressing in his comeback from his right foot injury. There's optimism he could come back in the final week of the regular season. Look, he's been out since the end of February with a tendon injury when he got hurt in Dallas. Uh, He's back on the court a little bit and is on a gradual basketball movement progression. This is what the Lakers announced on Thursday. And then LeBron James put this statement out on social media. (laughs) There wasn't an evaluation today, and there hasn't been any target date for my return. I'm just working around the clock every day, three times a day, to give myself the best chance of coming back full strength whenever that is. God bless y'all sources. I speak for myself. So here is the here are the Lakers who are saying, hey, we're hopeful to get him back. Maybe the last game regular season. Here's LeBron saying, no evaluation, no target date. Now, this is a this is a pretty hot this is a pretty hot take. And it's it's but I want to say it now because this is what we're going to find over the course of the coming days and months. Doesn't it feel like the Lakers are kind of done with LeBron? Yeah. Doesn't it 100%. feel like they're done? I mean, I know he's got the contract extension that, that's going to you know kick in. He's got an estimated $46 million for next year with a player option. But th- this last – this injury was such a big deal for them. You know, the fact that he gets hurt and now I'm not available. I feel like we, we talked about it at the time where, where you realize, okay, you can't count on LeBron anymore. Right? He, we, we were past that point where you can't count him to be on the floor because he's just getting hurt way too much. And, and the Lakers can't count on him. It's whenever he plays is a bonus. 
But now I almost feel like the Lakers feel like they're done with him. Like, all right, you pass cap, and that's great, and you won, everything, but now you got to get us in the playoffs here, and now you're hurt again, and it feels like they're done. Just the, just the feel with the team. Austin Reeves has the big night last night. You know, him and D'Angelo Russell combined for, you know, 50 points, and Reeves is shooting the ball well. He gets in a great rhythm. He takes a lot of shots, and it's crazy that we're talking about, well, Austin Reeves is pushing LeBron, but it's like, wait, what? Just the fact that these conversations and things are out there, it sort of feels like the Lakers are done with LeBron. And I don't know what happens from here on out because it gets messy, but LeBron coming back and the fact that he's now at odds with the Lakers when he can come back, when he can't. You have two reports. One says, yeah, he's progressing and hopefully the end of the regular season. And LeBron feels the need to put out a statement saying, no evaluation, just me, no other sources. Are they, they've gotten to the point where I think they've gotten what they want to out of each other. And the Lakers got a championship, and they wanted more, but that was it. And LeBron got the brand of Los Angeles, and he got to pass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar and, and break the all-time record. And now it's like, okay, we've each gotten as much as we're going to get from the other, and now, now we're done. And I feel like like the Lakers are pushing that that they feel almost like the Packers and 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 Aaron Rodgers where okay we've gotten what we've wanted out of him it's not been great but we did what we could the last couple of years he won the MVP that's awesome now he's not the MVP anymore we want to move on and it sounds shocking but that's how it goes and I kind of feel like it's the same point with the Lakers and LeBron now where okay we've gotten all we're really going to get out of you and now our team is not any better and we're not winning and look at the way they play when you're not on the floor and maybe there's a future here without you that we can make our team better somewhat sooner maybe there's some kind of trade or a situation where things work out because it doesn't always end great you know for for players just ask Aaron Rodgers you don't always get to ride off into the sunset whenever you want to I feel like they're at that point now where they're done with LeBron and now from here on out it's just going to be messy yeah just wondering in terms of the sourcing and and all of that fun stuff you know how often you play along versus bristling did you plant this if you're the Lakers to get make him the bad guy Right, because you still had enough people that'll carry water for him at every turn. Nobody's going to go quite as blunt uh, as Ty Shirt saying, "Ah, he got his record, and he quit." Uh, but yeah, I paraphrased it, but uh, <laughs> it's just that idea, right? Look how hard he worked those last couple of weeks—the extra minutes, the extra stress—when we knew he was already playing through an injury. Right? Wasn't that the report we kept getting? He's playing through the foot and, and ankle and all of that stuff, uh, and then he's going. 38 a night and hustling and grabbing every opportunity to bolster his point total. And then he couldn't finish that game and they lose to OKC. And he's been unavailable since. And the frustration has to be huge because Davis had to wear it. And he certainly, you know, has had to uh, step in multiple times during his tenure here and answer questions about availability, uh, either for LeBron or well, for himself, uh, and, hey, he's feeling all right, but this was a scheduled thing from, you know, like a month ago. So it's it's really the dumpster fire floating on the river gif right now, as as well as component parts of that team are is, are, is playing, uh, depending which you want to conjugate with there, uh, is the idea that um, with LeBron James, they've just had enough of having to kick the can down the road. It's like, you know what, this will snuff him out. He's got to say something. If this report, if he wants to disagree with this report, and he did, and now it's it's on him because it's all all right. So how are you feeling? Give me more than that. Don't just push back on all the reporters that you and and your team have been feeding reports to forever. 
hey guys, I'm going to go against you on this one. You got to yeah, give me just, this. I well, need why? this one to, yeah. to, to flex. Why are you where, where you are? Well, okay, so then where are you? Like, what's wrong? Yeah, he like, gave how do you nothing. feel? Where, n- nothing. Right. I, mean, I mean, so you wonder, how much does he want to come back? How much, the, the same questions at the end of last year. Because what did I tell you was going to happen last year? When it looks like the Lakers weren't going to make the playoffs, LeBron was going to somehow find a way to not play. What happened? He didn't play almost all the way down the stretch, right? I told you exactly how that's going on. Same thing was happening here. LeBron looks like the Lakers might not make the playoffs, and LeBron's not played for a long time. You wonder, how much does he want to play? I don't even know. I don't even know what motivates him anymore as a player. But now I feel the injury that he had, the Lakers, that was like, okay, you know what? Now, now we're done. I, and they shouldn't have signed him to the extension. They should have let him go. They got what they were going to get. And instead, no, we have to keep him. They felt the pressure. We got to keep him here. We got to keep LeBron James. We have to have a big star. And now it's, okay, now we're ready. We're done. We're ready to move on. And, and, and that's kind of where the Lakers are. And this whole thing, I can't say I blame them because, okay, so why are you, why are you in the team at odds with your health if everybody's on the same page that should never happen you should never not be on the same page with your team as far as your health goes and maybe it's just them saying maybe LeBron can come back at the end of the regular season as a as, as a, a, a like a, a, a carrot at the end of the stick for the for the Lakers or you know it's a, that, that's a that's a bad example but just like a you know it's something to point to look forward to hey let's keep it afloat here maybe LeBron can get back and really help us and now LeBron is saying oh hey no you know, no, no, that's not going to happen. I don't know where I'm at. I don't know if I can play anymore. You know, well, it's weird. Like, it, it could be just be as simple as the Lakers want to give people hope they could come back, and LeBron still just says, no, no, I don't even know if that's going to Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. 
if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Wow. <laughs> All I can say is wow. I wish wow. I had trademarked wow. the sentence, are you blanking kidding Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. <laughs> there is, there's, let, let me explain. <laughs> no, there is too much. Let me sum up. UCLA has just had a tremendous comeback. They were down nine with less than two minutes left to go in the game. A furious comeback. You had a couple of end ones by Jaime Jaquez, and then you had a three by Amari Bailey with 13 seconds left to go to give UCLA the 76-75 lead. Uh, Drew Timmy missed two free throws that could have really put the icing on the game, but instead Amari Bailey hits a three with 12 and a half seconds left to go to give UCLA the lead. UCLA calls timeout. Gonzaga has to inbound the ball from under their basket. They get the ball up the floor very quickly, and with seven seconds left on the clock, Julian Strother hits a three from about the edge of the Madness logo that gives Gonzaga a 78-76 lead. There was no, we're looking for a bucket here. We only need two at 76-75. Strother just takes the ball. With seven and hits seconds. A, and hits a Damian Lillard three. <laughs> like, that's, a, that's the heroic shot of shots that give them the lead. Gonzaga gets the ball back because Tiger Campbell turns it over with a couple of seconds left. UCLA had the ball, and everybody watching this game is thinking the same thing I am, right? Strother hits the three, and then what? It's Tyus Edney, right? It's Tyus Edney and Tiger Campbell up the floor in the final seven seconds, and it looked like he was getting set to uh, pull up for a pull-up, to to stop for a pull-up jumper, and he lost the ball. Strother picks it up. He hits a free throw to make it 79-76. Tiger Campbell gets a last-second off-balance three from just inside uh, half court. It doesn't go. Gonzaga beats UCLA 79-76. What an unbelievable thriller we just saw. And Drew Timmy goes from hero to goat back to hero because his great game, he missed those free throws at the end to open the door for UCLA. What about the free throw line? (laughs) And he missed two. Wow. And then Strother had the opportunity, right? He goes to the foul line with two shots. He misses the first one, makes the second, making it a three-point game. And then they did the hook and laugh. Yeah, and, you know, here's the thing. I want to say this right away, is that the Strother shot is just unbelievable. Oh, that that is uh, – I don't even know how to best describe that in terms of uh, your analogy. 
I am, I am going on. to say this. I'm going to go out on a limb here, Mike Harmon. I'm going to go out on a limb, and I'm going to say, I don't think that was the play that Mark Few <laughs> drew up in the, in the huddle. I don't think that's what it you was. You mean I don't, create the lead blocker, and then as yeah. he runs up, he fires up a three yeah, with 7.5 remaining? No, probably yeah. not. I don't think a three from the logo was the shot that he called up there. I'm thinking that was more, let's get it into Timmy, who can either take it to the hoop himself or find, a, find somebody because he's such a great passer. I don't think that was a play. That was one of those, give me the ball, I'm going to make this shot. Ice I mean, in the veins, That Jason. was that play right there. Yeah, that Ice. Oof. Cold, it, yeah. blooded. If you say what, you know, can, hey, you know, help me out with this. I don't know what they mean when they say a cold-blooded three. You just show them that video right there because that's what that was. That was a cold-blooded three this by Scott. This man had no conscience. It was like man. he knew he was facing John Wick. Mm. And he was f- this is the only way he was going to survive for this movie. You know, shoot or shoot, right? I mean, this is a guy, he's, you know, he's averaging 15 points a game, but he's 4 out of 14 on the night. Doesn't matter. I'm going to take this shot. He knew it was I'm, good I'm when it left his hand. That was, a, that was a Lillard logo three for Strother. And, I again, I don't think that was – that was one of those plays where Mark Few was like, no, 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 what are you doing? Yes, 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 Right now yes. his family and friends are all scrawling things on napkins and every piece of paper they can find in the house to create some turn of phrase – to NIL the hell out of this thing. Gee, somebody get Timmy a trimmer. My God, oh, get off my TV, dude. Yeah, but that's how Timmy's looked for years now. I mean, that, that's it. And he's got four more years of eligibility. He's going to be a he's Gonzaga. He's like 38. Yeah, he's going to be a Gonzaga. He'll still be a Gonzaga when the Mets are done paying Bobby Bonilla. Oh. <laughs> that's how long he's going to be there for. Forever. Look at, I mean, really. UCLA, Gonzaga, get them together, right? You get a game like this, man. What a game. Always. But, you know, but the thing, Tiger Campbell, it's like – on the final drive after they get the ball, you know, he makes the shot. He's got time to get up the floor because he's fast, and they and Gonzaga, you know, falls back. They allow them to inbound the basketball, sure. and. I, I think he felt like he got caught because he went to the right side. He had two defenders there. And rather than look for a pass because he had a couple of seconds, he panicked and he just lost the ball. I mean, they, 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 he, he just lost the ball when it was either a pull-up jumper or some kind of play because Campbell had a couple of seconds. He's got it. It's, he's got like three and a half seconds left, and he goes up, and, and the defender just slaps the ball out of his hand, and uh, it goes to Gonzaga, and Gonzaga wins the game. Whew. Unbelievable. Brutal. What a game. Oh, man. This is March. This is March, I'll tell you. This is absolutely I mean, Jason, March. just the fact that UCLA was still in it and took it to the final well, 1.4 well, is, is amazing in that, itself. But that's it, yeah. right? They're down nine at 2.05. Can't right? score for nine minutes, getting out-rebounded like 50 to 20. Final second half numbers, 46-30 is the scoring in the second half. Jeez. They were down nine. They didn't have a bucket till a minute 14 left. Unreal. Still grab the lead temporarily, uh, and then we see the shot of shots. Man, this is just an incredible end. Wow. I Really. I mean, Gonzaga survives. They eliminate UCLA 79-76, a game that it looked like UCLA had in the bag in the first half. They were up by 13. Oh, yeah. Then it looked like Gonzaga had it because UCLA didn't hit a shot for 10 minutes. And then getting back in it, and maybe maybe I'm overestimating this, this a little bit because part of the drama at the end was the fact that UCLA looked like they were out of gas. 
right? They were out of gas. They were tired. They don't have a big bench. They're missing a couple of players. We've talked about that. And there was a little bit less than two minutes left to go, and Gonzaga had the ball, and they were facing a shot clock violation where uh, it was the clock was ticking down. Gonzaga took a shot. It didn't draw iron. It looked like it was going out of bounds, and Drew Timmy comes and tries to do the, I'm going to save it by throwing it off a UCLA player. Mm-hmm. And he throws it off a UCLA player, and the ball bounces, and it bounces out of bounds. But it bounces out of bounds right around the time the shot clock hit zero, which if it doesn't go out of bounds and they've had the ball, it's going to be a shot clock violation. So they spent a good few, I want to say at least four or five minutes. First, they were looking at, did the ball hit the rim? Because it clearly went out of bounds off a UCLA player. But did the ball go off the rim? Did it not? And then if it didn't go off the rim, then did it go out of bounds before the shot clock hit zero? And that four or five, I mean, I kind of said it, but I was kind of only half serious, but I wonder if... That amount of time just gave the UCLA players, we got time to just sit back and rest and 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 gear up for the last minute and a half because they had they were done. And now suddenly they couldn't miss. Hawkes is at the rim for end one and end one and then a big three. And it's like all of a sudden here comes, you know, UCLA is back like they were like they were never gone. I wonder if that four or five minute stretch of looking at that play let them just catch their breath for a couple of minutes and, and either clear their heads and, and reset and get them back or at least give them time to just not have to worry about running up and down the court and get some energy back. Yeah, just in a – look, we know the resiliency, right? Get the back in the tank for you and your coach and your daughter's teams. Here's some orange slices like Peyton Manning. I mean, you got to follow the – and emulate the best, right? Uh, and you can, can roll through. Look, they're highly conditioned – pressure-packed, tested athletes up and down the line. So you know you're at the finish line. Mm. And that you you had a moment to regroup. Somebody maybe said uh, a Ted Lasso-like inspirational quote or a grunt like your Roy Kent, and you got back <laughs> out there. And you gave a, a, a hell of a show in that final minute 14 seconds that, you know, you got a lot of folks nervous. I mean, on all, so, all fronts, because as soon as it opens the door again, it's like, oh, we're going to lose a heartbreaker again. And that shot, I mean, that, that's one that Cronin and all these guys are going to be seeing for forever. I mean, mm. you're going to know exactly where he was above the arc when he let that thing go. Unbelievable ending. This is March. Ooh. This is March. I mean, we've seen that play before, right? We, we talk about Strother's three. We've seen the, the, the three where, hey, I'm coming up and the trailer takes it. No, it's a good, and, it's a good uh, but blocking I, move. But I can't believe at that moment that was there. In a game where Timmy's got 36 points and I mean, maybe they would get him, they would collapse on him, they would send him to the free throw line, but ah, you only need, you only need a bucket. You don't need a three. I really... I really wonder if that was the play that was called. Well, I really wonder if that was the as, play. As he pulled up and was getting ready to shoot, I stood up in the studio here like, wait, what? Mm. And then it goes down. I was like, wow. I mean, you, you talk about uh, clutch, pressure, what, whatever terms you want to use on it. And I'm sure the phrase, you, you'll come up with a few Bermanisms before we get out of here for it. But yeah, that lead blocker. I mean, you can't defend in front of him, right? No. Unless no. you're chasing him down. So that's about as clean a look as you're going to get, even if you drive to the basket at that point. Because you're also moving the ball up quickly. Timmy's not back on the block at that point. So. 
You know, the one thing I will tell you about this, watching it as many times as I have, is that it doesn't look like Timmy is moving for the ball at any Tim point. Matt. Right? It does, like, I'm watching because mm-hmm. obviously that's where the ball's going to go. It doesn't look like he is moving to get the ball at any point, and you want to get it to him because you're talking about a game in which you have less than 10 seconds left to go at this point, right? You, want it, you don't want to give it to him with, like, two seconds left. So I, I, maybe it was. Well, I mean, you got to get – Look, the worst thing that can happen is trying to get cute – and say, all right, we're going down on the block, and you got seven seconds left, right? But UCLA, one of your better defending teams, even without the base, like you see Timmy is kind of walking up, and then he starts to aggressively work towards a potential rebound situation frantically. Yeah, but he wasn't uh, going to get that. If that if that missed, he wasn't getting that ball. No chance. Like he, was, no. he was just standing there. He no, was no, just, no, that's he just was it. Just he kind of did that there. rope-a-dope, and then he spun back. But, yeah, it's – that's it. I mean, that's that's the call of calls, and you know what? It's just like we drew it up. Mm, that's the that's the answer from few and everybody else. You know, Oof. we run that trailer play. You know, it's like the old uh, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James play with the dunk, and he's staring at the camera after he lobs it up. Yeah, that's it. That's what we did right there. Except it's a mm. three pointer from thirty feet away. Wow, unbelievable! Hey. Uh, how did it sound when it looked like UCLA was going to win? They're up by a point, and Gonzaga's shot that's going to live in March Madness forever? Uh, here's how it sounded. Strother will get it in. Salas picks it up. Clock starts. 11 seconds. Salas across the timeline. Pitch it back. Strother. Deep three from the top of the key. Got it! Oh, he hit it! Strother from the top. Seven seconds left. Campbell on the run. Into the front court. Drives the right side. Stripped away. Strother's got it. Fouled with 1.1 to go. Ryan Radke, Westwood one on the call. There it was. The Strother three. Tiger Campbell loses the ball. And Gonzaga moves on. Unreal. To the Elite Eight. Where their prize is, oh, a UConn team that didn't break a sweat tonight against Arkansas. (laughs) No, that was a a nice rollover win there. You, You came in and took care of business. And again, now now my bracket is done. Uh, and you know again, who had Gonzaga? You had, did you have Gonzaga? I did. Nice. But so I at least t- have one of eight teams. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah, yo, you you can still win. You can still win. Yeah, if you have. But now you're talking about the games tonight. We have a three and a four playing for the final four, and a three and a nine awesome. playing for the final four. Whew! This is great. Maybe. Hey, can I still win if I don't have either team in the national championship game? Can I still win? You it's think fuzzy I can still math. Win you think I can still do that? I don't know. You can go through all the permutations. If you want to go and look at everybody's bracket that is in that contest, have at it. I might uh, be able I'll, to. I'll leave that for you. I'm going to get ready. Just for know you beat one person's bracket that's in the studio tonight. Oh, who did I beat? Uh, Tyshirt had UCSB winning it all. Oh, Gauchos. I'm better than tie shirt. 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 Who else is in your final four besides UCSB? Oh, gosh. I'd have to look, but I think I had them against Pittsburgh for the final. Okay. UCSB and Pittsburgh. Yeah. I was going to do Gaucho versus Gaucho, but I couldn't do the same two. Okay. All right. Yeah. That would be tough. You're right. Well, either way, I win then, you know? Uh, no, that is true. That is true. There, you know, or I would say maybe the old Nick Bakai push. There are no winners here. But that's okay. Tyson has the A squad versus their B squad in the title Dude, game. If, if you had UCSB and Pitt, and it happened that way, you would be able to quit Fox Sports Radio because you would do interviews with people for the rest of your life. <laughs> You'd be a millionaire. How did you have this? How did you have a fourteen and eleven? I, I just did. I was looking at the mascots. Know. 
I just did. I don't really pay attention. I, and you work in sports. Yeah, but yeah. I don't really pay attention. I do, I do anime stuff while the show is on the air. You guys want to talk I, anime? Yeah, and I, I do that stuff. Yeah, I do anime. But, but how did you pick those? I don't know. I just did. What do you want to talk about? I'm a health food guy, too. What do you want to know? I the thought you just looked want. good. <laughs> uh, At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.